Welcome to Gain That Tune. Everybody, how's it going? This is Game That Tune, the video game music game show podcast. What we do every week is we get together, we pick a theme, we pick music from uh, games from that theme, play some songs, try to get each other's games. I'm gonna be, I guess, kind of the main host tonight, John Regan. We have with us, as always, David Fleming. David, say hey. Uh, hey. And we have Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we have special guests tonight from our Discord, Grimmery. Grim, say hey. Well, howdy. Yeah, tonight, uh, John was having some technical difficulties at the last minute, so we swapped in Grim. Hopefully it goes okay. We'll see what happens. So, uh, yeah. If this is your first time watching Game That Tune, I'm realizing now I already described what our show is, but we uh, pick a theme. And uh, last week, I won. So, guys, what did I pick for our theme this week? Why are you asking us? It's your theme. Yeah. Well, technically, it's not really my theme. I won out of a a courtesy, a formality, because every 26 episodes, we do a redo episode. So That is is part of the law of Game That Tune. Johnny wins when we already have a theme chosen. Yeah, when the wins don't matter, Johnny wins. (laughs) He would be perfect for whose line is it anyway. Yeah. So we've got some great games lined up tonight, some classics that we've covered on the show before. Uh, hopefully we'll be hearing some new songs from those classics and uh, talking about them and having a good time. So uh, without further ado, I think we're ready to start the show. Game one. Thank you. 
So uh, this game, um, the uh, main villain is voiced by uh, Tyler Hoechlin, who has uh, played Superman, um, which is funny because this character has also been voiced in other media by George Newbern, who has also been the voice of Superman.
well. Let's see what you guys got. Let's get that hat trick ready. Ah, oh, yep, everyone says Final Fantasy VII Remake. That was, uh, Wait, Grim, can you pull your answer back up? I feel like there was more to that. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, it's a, a big uncircumcised penis that's sleeping and has a buster sword. That yeah. is pretty amazing. I, I drew the I drew the the sleepy penis during the second song, and then had the Buster Sword was a last minute addition. So I want to know where you set the camera up in my room, because <laughs> that looks awfully familiar. Se secrets <laughs> can't can't reveal all my sources. Okay, um, I want to know why is the penis sleeping? Because like, it was he's... sleepy music at the, fr yeah. at the in the middle. It was okay. all sleepy, so well, the penis fell asleep. Like, is is sleep a status in Final Fantasy VII Remake? It is, and it's annoying okay. to piss because you can't. Do How shit. dare you segue into actual video game talk? <laughs> I, I was asking a legitimate question because <laughs> I know that Final. I know you can fall asleep in Dragon Quest, and I know that Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy are very, very different in many ways. So. I am unfamiliar with Final Fantasy VII Remake. So in Final Fantasy VII Remake, did they have the ability for penises specifically to fall asleep? Because before it was just the whole character, I'm pretty sure. But based on your drawing, I I'm pretty sure now that like just a dick can fall asleep, right? Is that a thing? No, um, in this one, you're thinking of Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> that is that what I'm thinking of. That's a game where dicks fall asleep. Um, so much so that cars explode. And on the highway, just random. So that's great. Um, John, are you back with us? No, he's nope. not. Anyways, so um, shit. It's it really sucks because like he played this recently. He's been playing this game too. Um, I just finished it. Have you have y'all played this? Grim, have you played it? I played a portion. I got to the second CD in the original, and then I lost whatever vehicle could go both in water and on land, so I was trapped on one continent, and I was like, I'm not figuring this out. So that's all of my Final Fantasy VII knowledge. Well, you've played more story. Well, technically, you've played further in the story than remake covers, so... <laughs> so, so, uh... See, that's something that I was really confused about. So I know Final Fantasy VII spread across like four CDs because it was three the 90s. Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, but it only covers part of the CDs? This, yeah, this, I mean, it covers part of the first CD. Um, so like in the, the original game, you're in Midgar for like maybe six, seven hours tops um, of the story. And then um, you leave the city and start going out across the world and stuff. Uh, this game, you leave Midgar, and I think I was up to the 50-hour mark. Um, so <laughs> it's just fascinating how they were able to stretch that in such a way that didn't make you go, Man! <laughs> I've been playing this for a long ass time, and in the original, it was only five hours. Fuck. But no, it's so. Did did Square Enix literally go? Everyone wants us to remake this game. It's gonna take so long to remake it. Fuck it. We'll just do the first part, have that, and then we'll keep working on it. So, 
It's it's weird because um, I I believe they started remaking this game, and then they just stopped, and then they just scrapped it and started completely over. And um, the way this game is, I don't know how spoilery we want to get. Um, I know D- Johnny doesn't care about spoilers. David, how? I how- mean, the original came out in what ninety seven, ninety eight, like. Yeah, statute of limitations, it's fine. So, the thing about Final Fantasy VII Remake is they they take the word remake very... Uh, like, there's two different ways you could s- consider the remake. Like, the remake is in, yeah, we're remaking the game, but they're also remaking, like, decisions in the game. So, like... There's stuff that happens in this game, and you're like, wait, that's not supposed to happen in the original. And, like, things start happening different than they did, and uh, there's maybe other timelines intertwining with each other, and it gets fucking weird as shit. And, like, basically they're opening up for the next game to just be fucking bonkers. And uh, they don't even have to stick to the, okay, so the first game is the first disc, and so I guess the next disc is... Like, they could just be one other game, maybe. I don't know. John, are you back for good? Okay, I guess he's not. So uh, um, I, Yeah, I, I'm here, man. I'm just oh, trying okay. to make my entrance, make, make it dramatic, man. Embrace me. Well, see, what happened was my summon meter started to go up, and then I used my ATB gauge, and and since John is a very powerful summon, I had to use two bars of my ATB gauge, but luckily I had my uh, uh, first strike materia on, so I started the battle with, like, half a bar, and so Mm -hmm. I just summoned John, so say hi, John. You weren't by chance talking Final Fantasy VII Remake spoilers, were you, Jesse? I hadn't gotten to them yet. That's good. I, you know, I haven't gotten to them either yet. <laughs> I was just saying I, how things are like different in this game than in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay. Well, you can talk about that because I didn't play the original Final Fantasy VII, so I don't know how it's yeah. different. And I don't care. Uh, I, I'm just enjoying this game. <laughs> Isn't it I good? I know that it's really good. David? I was going to say, like, no, because we were talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake spoilers. Like, I don't I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, especially not you, John, but I hope you don't get attached to Aerith. That's all I'm going to say. God like, damn. Well, well, I see, mean, that's the thing. I'm kind of, uh, I'm not sure that's uh, that really applies to this remake. No, no. One, because that part of the story doesn't come up, but two, because of that thing Jesse's been talking about. Yeah, that might not even fucking happen. Might not happen, dude. Yeah. God, could you imagine if it got to that scene and Sephiroth just descends and stabs Cloud and suddenly, <laughs> like, you don't have Cloud for the rest of the game? Or Sephiroth See, I, uh, is sitting there and then Aerith comes down and stabs Sephiroth. Yeah. It's like, fuck In this r- series of remakes at two. <laughs> Sephiroth- but doesn't she use, like, a giant pole weapon? Like, would she just bash him over the head? Boops him. Which is a staff. staff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she just boops him with a scepter. <laughs> she sends him to horny jail. I'm about to go to horny jail over this guy. I I don't know, you know, guys. You know, I'm playing this Final Fantasy VII remake, and I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Sephiroth, but uh, man, he is. uh, There's something alluring about this guy. Like this guy's got something. 
And I want it, man. Like, there, there's something about this Sephiroth guy. Thinking about I mean, those beans. Oh, I'm thinking about the Sephiroth beans. I don't <laughs> know, John, like, guy, like, very tall, muscular guy, cut, wearing no shirt, mm-hmm. tight black leather pants, flowing silver hair, right, whipping around a giant sword. Fuck, is it hot in here? Like, right, no. No, we're not describing David at age 60. We're describing Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> Why has he got we're that describing sword? Sephiroth now. It can be oh, both. Man. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see why it can't be two things. I mean, yeah. they picked a, a voice actor who's pretty much only known for being hot, so there's that. I'm in favor of it. Like, it's working for me. Tyler Hecklin, look, hot, hot, plays a hot werewolf on MTV's. Teen Wolf. Wow, he's got you all bothered. You can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my brain has been scrambled by the shirtless, weird, grim werewolf dude. Oh, it's that. Okay. It's that guy. <laughs> oh, that guy. Well, no, because, yeah. like, yeah. When, when Jesse said, like, oh, yeah, Tyler Hecklin, like, he played Superman. I thought he was, like, the voice of Superman and, like, one of the directed DVD things. No, he's the guy who plays Superman on the live action CW, like, Supergirl show. No, that guy's hot as hell. Superman, yeah. but make him real sexy. Mm hmm. And make him real fucking crazy and evil. <laughs> I'm into it, man. Yeah, actually, I, I haven't really gotten to the part where Sephiroth's like demonstrably evil. It's just been a lot of glimpses. Yeah, seems like he's being built up as some sort of big bad. This Sephiroth. Um, yeah, they really try to put him over. Yeah, yeah he, he's pretty over by the uh, by about chapter sixteen or so. You know, you you, uh, you go down into the depths of the thing, you find that weird like uh, like alien titty, and then tell Sephiroth shows up. Tell, and tell me more. Oh man! Oh, is, there, is there some sort of alien thing with a tit? Is there s- in Final Fantasy VII? Apparently there is, and I got to it last night. I'm like, no, this I'm into. Like, I do go on. I can fap to this. <laughs> yeah, I'm horny for this comet. <laughs> like, yeah. no wonder Sephiroth's so hot. Look at his mom. <laughs> his oh, mom is just a giant rock, tit. baby. You've heard oh, of Mother good. Brain, well, this is Mother Boob. <laughs> Mother Brain, meet Mother Tit. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, Mother Tit's gonna make Sephiroth fuck some people up. Um, he does man. have that look in his eyes that where you think he might get aroused for, from killing people. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and that big sword, it's its not phallically shaped, but uh, it's, uh, it's a stand-in for something, man. That guy's got a big swinging sword. <laughs> And I it's not like to say like he has that look in his eye as if to say my mother is a giant tit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that look. That'll that'll change you. That'll, that'll that changes like, a man. It does. Yeah, <laughs> that poor poor guy. Uh, you never stood a chance when your mother's a giant alien tit. Uh, yeah. Do you become the ultimate evil and try and destroy the universe? Yeah. Come, you know, it just kind of comes with the territory. Ugh, that's what I've been made to understand by playing this game so far. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll fill in some shades of gray later on in the game, but you know, for now it's like, oh yeah, this this is fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad to experience this story for the first time, and Jesse, I'm so glad you get to bring the music back on the show. Yeah, it's, the music is great. God, <laughs> they really didn't fuck this soundtrack up. It's so impressive. Like that's the thing—they didn't like fucking. 
they didn't fuck anything up if you like no. about this game like this game was destined to fail wasn't yeah. it yeah and they fucking was like fuck you we're gonna make this game fucking incredible eat mm-hmm. shit weebs and we're like yeah. okay just put it in our mouths <laughs> exactly we'll lead it up you know the expanded honeybee in fucking oh dance sequence like <laughs> we're all the way in so good <laughs> Uh, maybe I mean, it was yeah. like a giant reverse psychology ploy like oh we're gonna make people assume the game is terrible and then make a fucking great one so everyone praises us more it's a good idea yeah more people should try producers. doing that I'm pretty sure that's what uh fucking that's like what Sonic the Hedgehog movie did last yeah, year they like did. they <laughs> released that fucking awful looking hedgehog everybody's like this is going to be dog shit and it's like actually we have a perfectly fine looking hedgehog for the movie everybody's like this is the best movie in 2020 baby <laughs> like yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's all turned the out, it was proven correct it was the best movie that came out all year <laughs> I mean, they kind of lucked out on that, but yeah. No, no yeah. extenuating well. circumstances. <laughs> oh God! Um, Best man. Valentine's Day ever. Oh, God, that yeah, is the last movie that I saw in the theater. Gotta go uh, fast. Same, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake is fucking great. I'm I'm so disappointed that I couldn't finish it before tonight because I knew Jesse was gonna bring it back, and I was just fucking like. I, I put in some late nights on this this week, guys. I really wanted to get through it. I'm like, I can't justify to my wife and son that I stayed <laughs> up till four in the morning to like play a video game anymore. It just doesn't work. I did it anyway, and I, I had a lot of fun and got pretty far in the game, but I didn't finish it. I'm pissed. Oh, yeah. you said <laughs> there's there's just more stuff. <laughs> like, well, because it gets it starts to get real like hard. Like the battles start like just not giving a fuck. <laughs> Well, yeah, but like, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't think it's any real spoil. Like, you know, you get into the Shinra building. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to rush these motherfuckers and I'm going to, you know, fuck President Shinra up. And, you know, I guess eventually probably, you know, we're going to discover Seth Roth. Tur- turns out, no, there's a bunch of other new characters to meet in there. And for some reason in the lounge on like the 64th floor, there's a battle simulator where you can just do some new boss battles to earn more weapons. I'm like, isn't the game ending in like an hour? Why am I earning another weapon? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I fucked up and I, for some reason, I did the one battle simulation and then I was like, well, I'll come back to this later. No, you should probably spend a lot of time in there and level up, because, man, the last, like, four or five boss fights at the end of the game, I Uh-oh. have a fucking hard time with. So, Uh-oh. So, <laughs> yeah, I did, like, level I did a couple up. of them. I'm like, I got no, you know, fuck it, man. The game's going to be over soon. And then it's like, you know, here I am a day later, like, oh, shit, the game didn't end. And, yeah, I probably should have leveled up some more. It's a good thing I, good thing I got good summons. <laughs> Yeah, if you can do some more battle simulator, you should. I don't know that I can. (laughs) Pretty sure it's all fucked up. I just want to ask was John doing a bit, or is there actually a character named President Shinra? No, there is. That's like the thing. That's awesome. (laughs) President Rufus Shinra. (laughs) He's uh, the president, get this, of Shinra Corporation. (laughs) FYI. Blowing my mind. Yeah, exactly. All corporations should have to be named after the person that is president of them. Yeah, that I love shopping like at Bezos.com. Exactly. <laughs> if people would use these companies so much less if they had the fucking names of the people. Like, I don't want to oh. drive a Musk. I drive, yeah, I drive a Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Musk truck. 
Yeah, Musk Model 3. Ew, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I guess Shinra, it's like a utility. You have to use Shinra. But, uh, yeah, there's no real choice there. I do want to drive a Musk. That sounds great. It probably smells. <laughs> like the Musk Cybertruck? Sign me up. The Cyber Musk? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it would just be called a Cyber Musk at that point. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I'm so, sorry for know, being that... late, guys. <laughs> That would be kind of weird if, like, utility companies were named after people, like, if you had to go to Com Edison for pa- Oh, wait. No, never mind. Oh, crap. Wow. Chicago David jokes. got him. Got us. <laughs> Man, that's why you come to Game That Tune, baby, for the hot tunes and the utility company jokes. <laughs> Jesse, anything else on uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake? How bad am I going to get fucked in these last few battles? Like, real Let's bad? See. Um trying to think okay listen i want to know about this guy this guy sephiroth he seems I mean, like a real hi. tough cookie okay, that guy <laughs> just, yeah, sounds like you wanna you wanna fuck here yeah, make sure, exactly. just make sure you have i want to know how bad it's gonna oh uh, yeah you gotta diversify oh. your materia just say that how Ooh. much lube do i need to bring to this scenario right because <laughs> sephiroth is pretty tough rufus is okay. tough too but not as tough as sephiroth Okay, so lube materia, good call. Yeah, lots of it. That sword is pretty fucking long. Luckily, yeah. it's not as girthy as, like, Cloud Sword. So, if That's you... true, yeah, God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could do a few minutes on whose sword you'd rather get violated by, Clouds or Sephiroth. Yeah, and really, I'd take too. Sephiroth's. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, um, so since it's re- it released, this game has, uh, quote, 
developed a negative reputation as a selling out of a daring design. Based on the last song, I absolutely love it. I'm kind of pissed at you, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, you should be. All right. What else is new? <laughs> Let's see here. So we've got Toe Jam and Old Panic on Funkatron, Toe Jam and Old Panic on Funkatron, and then Grim says something Toe Jam and Old related, and she drew a, a penis <laughs> with feet in the face. That's very happy. We'll call that a hat trick. Oh, shit. Wait, that's not it. Hold on. There we go. This is Toe Jam and Earl Panic on Funkotron for the Sega Genesis, the sequel to the Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, it's definitely not as good as the original, but this music, which is why I picked this, is so good. Like You know, I'd like to say that I prefer this game to the first one. Hot take. Like, I try, tried to say agreed, but no, he got hit with a hot take. <laughs> like, like the first one is cool, and it's a unique design and stuff, but this game is so, like, pretty. Like, the graphics are, like, some of the best Sega Genesis graphics. The animations, like, throwing jars in that game is so fun. They have, like, a satisfying snap, and, and when they hit things, it feels like you're fucking hitting things with a jar. Like, just the whole game and the two-player, it's so action-packed and, and silly and colorful, and the music is just so good. I don't know. I just I just love this game more than the first one. Hmm. I do think this one's probably the more sort of, like, accessible game because it's a platformer, and you throw things and, and hit guys and all that. Because, like, yeah, the first one, the one, my main beef with the first one is that it's so fucking hard. <laughs> like, it's... I've only been it like once with save states, right? Like I had to really cheat and it took me forever. Uh, right. Like you can't beat that game just sitting down playing it like in an hour, you know? I feel like the first one really it got its reputation solely on the strength of Toe Jam and Earl and like a 90s ass marketing campaign. And then when people got it, it's like, well, we love this, right? And it's like, well, no, the game's not very much fun. It's well, kind of no. hard and <laughs> fucking weird. And it's like, all right, all right, all right. What, what if we took these rad-ass characters and put them in more of a playable, you know, context? Let's make a okay, real yeah, game. Yeah, 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 that's, that's cool. <laughs> no, see. Yeah, cool, do that. <laughs> I love the first one because of the power-ups, right? Because you, you have the Icarus Swing power-ups. You've got the sling, tomato slingshot. You've got, you know, the inner tube, the rocket skates. I love the, like, insane power-ups. 
And yeah, so that sure. was my issue with number two was it does not have anything like that. Like, not even close. There's, but was the first game fun? Maybe? Yeah, see? <laughs> see? I like, don't know. I, what do those power-ups do? <laughs> right. They, I just love wacky shit. That's why I watch Looney Tunes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like um, the first game, like, it's a very unique game, and it stands out, and that drew people in, but it's... <sighs> It's one of those weird cases where you have to, like, find the line between appreciation and enjoyment. Because you can look at it, it's like, this is such right. a unique idea, like, hell yeah, this is cool. I don't really want to keep playing it, but yeah. I respect it for what it's doing. Yeah, no, the original Toe Jam and Earl is like the Phantom Thread. You know, it's like any uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie, really. Like, I appreciate it on an artistic level. It's well done, well written, well acted. But, like, it, am I actually enjoying sitting down and giving two and a half hours of my life to a Paul Thomas Anderson movie? You have a specific one Seldom, in mind? Seldom, if ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> good God. What, what movie, which, which uh, movie do you have in mind? I just said Phantom Thread. <laughs> oh, okay, that one, okay. Yeah, man, it's unpleasant, <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> but it's, but it's not fun to watch. But it's good, and I appreciate it. But guys, it's not fun. Yeah. So, Jam and Pentagon Funko Tron. Right. It is. Yeah. It is a fun game. It's. <laughs> You know, I do enjoy it, and God, that, like that music, especially that uh, Aqua Jam song, the second song, the second song I played. Yeah, like, I love I could, swimming. I could listen to that on a loop all day. It's so yeah, good. The, the coolest looking fish in that game. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite things about the new Toe Jam and Roll. Um, on on oh, on. Yeah. Did you ever play the new Toe Jam and Roll? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. How'd yeah. it go? I've beat it a couple times. It's How'd a lot it go? easier. <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, the new one is pretty is great because it's got the gameplay style of the first one, but it's significantly easier to where it's fun. Uh, you know, it doesn't. It, you can play on a hard mode if you want, and that's less fun. Um, yeah, who wants that? It's got a lot more opportunities to avoid enemies and things like that. They didn't have in the first one, and it brings in some elements from two as well. Like it's got the um, in two you had a uh, parking meters you could feed quarters into, and like things would happen. Uh, the new Toe General has those, you know. It's, it's got it's got some stuff from the from the second from the second one too, and it it's amazing. Oh, I love it! And the best part is that it's got um, like covers of the original Toe Jam and Roll and Funkotron soundtracks. Oh yeah, played on like the funkiest fucking bass I've ever heard. I was gonna say I also think one of the important things to consider about the popularity of Toe Jam and Earl and why we remember it so fondly is the soundtracks. <laughs> like, <laughs> just so goddamn funky and so well suited to the Sega Genesis sound. Like, does it matter that it sounds farty? No, it's funky, baby. That's that's you know, it's part of the point. Like, oh, it's just the music is just too fucking good in this series. That third song that I played, like, you, you guys, you know, since it came over the call, it's probably not quite as good as like what you hear on the podcast later but the bass is so low like my headphones were like i could feel them vibrating it was that low it was insane i was like i didn't know the genesis could do that it was so cool blast like, processing I mean, could, it, 
could it though? Like, could you actually fucking listen to a Genesis on a pair of headphones? Yeah, or is they this had always a headphone jack. Out? Yeah, a headphone jack, man. Yeah. See, this is why I asked the question. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking shit. I was just talking shit on old TVs. I wasn't talking bad on the Genesis. So you know, wow, yeah, point proven. Yeah. You totally can listen to Toe Jam and Roll Music on headphones. Yep. Yeah, it came with a uh, it came with a headphone jack on the front, uh, so you could either plug in headphones or wire them up to your stereo. Either way. What a dumb system. Have <laughs> <laughs> oh, starting fights. <laughs> uh, that's right, Johnny. You never saw it coming. Tonight's the night I reveal I still hate Sega Genesis. <laughs> the, the Nintendo Sega Wars never ended, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm embracing that Sephiroth role tonight. I'm fucking crazy. No, I, I think when Sonic Heroes came out for the GameCube, the, the Sega Nintendo Wars pretty much ended there. Yeah, that's pretty much the end of it. <laughs> a lot of anyway. things ended when that game showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had a rich history since then. Like, uh, like something like the English Patient. Nintendo's just been caring for <laughs> Sega since then. <laughs> I, I love all your movie Sega slowly dies. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can relate Sega games and Sega as a company to any number of prestige movies. Can we just call tonight's episode The English Patient? What would you say is the Citizen Kane of the Sega Genesis? I mean, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles. I was gonna say, it's gotta be Duh. Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> Without question. Duh. The man's dying in his what... bed and he just says, Lock on technology. <laughs> <laughs> Those will be Johnny's final words. Not <laughs> and knuckles. Somebody was saying that, like, uh, you know, they announced that new Sonic movie this week, and that's all well and good. But what's really important is that after the third movie, they announce an update to the third movie that somehow attaches to it and uh, makes it a really fucking great movie. I'm like, yes, I support that. <laughs> I really hope that the after credit scene of Sonic 2 features Knuckles coming in, and the third movie is titled Sonic 3 and Knuckles. It just need, it just should be Sonic 3, David, and then around Oscar season, they release Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and it becomes a fucking, it becomes like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> they bring Daniel Day-Lewis out of retirement to voice Knuckles. Knuckles. Yes, that's, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, it turns Knuckles from a wacky cartoon character into DDL. Yeah, my man Dan Lewis comes out and fucking starts rapping about pumpkin soup. <laughs> and then, yeah, it wins like eight Oscars. It's gonna be a fucking uh, great flick. Yeah, no, He's here's... the only character who's not done in CGI. It's just him it's with like a red dreadlocks wig. Oh my god. <laughs> I know how they could do this. They put out the Sonic Stay 3... Stay out of my dream journals. They put out the Sonic 3 movie. And then a few months later, they release new 3D glasses that you wear, and it shows you a different movie as you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> right. That sounds complicated. Sup <laughs> superimposes the image of the actor Daniel Day-Lewis over Knuckles. Well, yeah. yeah, is it Daniel Day-Lewis a method actor? So is he going to get into the role by just, like, punching, like, electronics, trying to find small animals? going to get into He's it by get... turning himself into an echidna. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to go face jumping and gliding around. <laughs> he lived with echidnas for months leading up to this. He can, he can climb on any surface. <laughs> no, no one tell him about the penises. <laughs> no one tell him about the kidna penises. Oh, he oh. knows. Yeah, yeah, DDL knows. He's all about. Um, the so anyway, no, we're talking. About, we were talking about Toe Jam and Earl, oh, yeah. but yeah, uh, 
And Knuckles. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Toe Jam and Earl and Knuckles. Uh, that's the uh, that's the next update that needs to happen. More games need lock-on technology. Johnny, you've really rubbed off on me in 234 episodes of this show. I'm finally on the trolley, baby. I've been saying lock this for it years. <laughs> I've been saying this for years. Every game should have lock-on technology. Every but game it, should have another game it can lock on to. But it only adds <laughs> Knuckles. Yeah, it, it, that's perfect. And Knuckles. Oh, yeah, Civilization VI and Knuckles. Super Street Fighter Two and Knuckles. <laughs> that actually reminds me that uh, that's going to go on a wildly different tangent. But uh, Johnny, there is a uh, Sonic like fan made fighting game that you should check out. David, I think you're just thinking of Sonic the Fighters. We've uh, played that before on the show, and it's that's no, not so hot. No, they they made like there's a fan made Sonic fighting game, it's... and it's funny because they basically based all the characters on notable like fighting game characters, and basically Blaze the Cat is Akuma. Um, I don't remember who Knuckles is based on, but I know well, I'm like they it's have Zangief. Otherwise, what are we doing here? I know they have, like, Balrog? the chaos... Oh, <laughs> he's like, red, the, he's got knuckles. <laughs> like, the weird chaos creature from Sonic Adventure is basically Venom from Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, Amy Rose has, like, some of Ike's moves from Super Smash Brothers. Like, it's hilarious. But what <laughs> about Biggs the Cat? Yes. They're adding him in. Oh. Who's is he, he going to be like as? Birdie from Street Fighter Alpha? <laughs> oh god, I hope so. <laughs> Just a fucking real grudgy Big the Cat. <laughs> uh, this Big the Cat fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's before we uh, get too far into how much Big the Cat fucks, uh, we probably should move on to the next game, because we could talk for hours about the fact that Big the Cat has always fucked. I could, I could pull up my slide deck. I've got a whole presentation on this. <laughs> this is why you haven't been very present lately, Grim. You've been really digging deep on this Big the Cat fucks PowerPoint. I have a bunch of Google Docs. Just come here. I can send you some links. I can Pay send you to some over. YouTube videos. Uh, Pay the camera over. You got the red string all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Telling you that big ass cat, it fucks. Krim, is, is this a conspiracy theory you're trying to share with us? Because that's what this is beginning <laughs> to sound like. Some kind of weird conspiracy theory about how big the cat fucks. I was mm -hmm. going to make like a community on vote, but turns out that went away like a few years ago. So <laughs> I have vote. nowhere to spread my uh, my conspiracy theories. <laughs> Subscribe to my newsletter. <laughs> Big and on. We need. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start a Patreon uh, conspiracy podcast. Oh, I'm trying to get 4chan to make my own board. No! <laughs> Grimchan. Strictly Big the Cat conspiracies. Oh, God. Uh, I love Try and hate B it. B for Big the Cat. Oh, yeah. yeah B Anon. God, that, you know, what if the Q Anon, what if the Q and Q Anon somehow stood for Big the Cat? It probably doesn't, because, uh, you know, they don't share a common letter. But <laughs> The Q is silent. <laughs> It makes well, I mean, about as much sense as anything else about QAnon. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Q from Johnny, QAnon. Why haven't we moved on yet? Yeah. Game three. Obviously. Game okay. three. Game three.
All right, sorry that I didn't give Grim the trivia to do, but um, uh, because this was a, a Nintendo published in the ti- uh, published title in the United States, the game received special attention in Nintendo Power Magazine and additional merchandise through the Super Power Supplies catalog for Nintendo Power subscribers. Also, Nintendo released a bundle pack in America that included a one-size-fits-all t-shirt featuring the game's logo and characters. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Good. You should be. Everybody else, I assume, is a little stumped. Feeling good about about my answer. I like that. That's good. Yeah. But you don't have to answer because you're actually me, but it's fine. Uh, let's see. Johnny says Illusion of Gaia. David says Illusion of Gaia. Jesse says Secret of Mana. And Grim, as my teammate, has drawn a uh, Big the Cat with a big old penis. That's two correct answers. Jesse's incorrect. <laughs> Hell yeah. Illusion of Gaia, not Secret of Mana. Same thing. Uh, very much so. Uh, you know, Illusion of Gaia, famously part of the Mana series, 
which is part of the Saga series, uh, as it was called in Japan. Um, I don't recall Illusion of Gaia having a ring-based, like, battle system. It, it, not important, David. The, okay. the important thing is that we get our facts incorrect as we discuss these games. Um, so, you know, if Wait. you ever played the uh, the Saga games, if you ever played Final Fantasy uh, Legend uh, 2, maybe for the Game Boy, that's part of the Mana series, which is part of the Saga series, and Illusion of Gaia just somehow is in there. I like the fact that I am the person who is correcting about the 16-bit JRPGs. Right. Th this nonsensical statement that I'm making is causing David to arch an eyebrow. <laughs> so, uh, no, nothing I just said is true. Illusion of Gaia, uh, vaguely part of a series. It's, you know, uh, lumped in together in a quote-unquote series with uh, Soul Blazer and Terranigma as games made by Quintet that feature vaguely similar gameplay. They're really uh, not Games terrible. Games made by Quintet that feature stuff. Yeah, you and know. actually, in fairness to the people that are trying to put this together as a series, uh, Illusion of Gaia does have a, a secret boss uh, that was from uh, Soul Blazer. If you get all 50 red jewels in this game, you get rewarded with like a fancy thing and you get to go fight an extra boss for no reason <laughs> so it was uh it was a great little extra encounter like you know congratulations you did the side quest the one side quest in this very linear game you found 50 red jewels and you gave them all to the jewel man you know jim the jewel man jailer and you get to go fucking thank <laughs> uh, <laughs> you <laughs> I, was, I thought that would come much sooner uh <laughs> But yeah, you collected all these side jewels and you get to go through a really hard dungeon and fight a boss from a game that you probably didn't play. Uh, great side quest. <laughs> uh, I, love, I, uh, I love when JRPGs do that shit. I, that was wild. Yeah. Like, like, uh, what were they I'm, thinking? I think of Super Mario RPG with a fight against Kulex, where it's, just, it's just so <laughs> out of place. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, there's no good reason to do it except just to say that, like, you're badass, you did it, you know? Right. Exactly. Take a fucking Polaroid of it, send it to Nintendo Power, try and fucking win a contest or some shit. Or oh, who was, um, fuck. I can't think of the name, but there was a an optional boss in the first Kingdom Hearts. Sephiroth? <laughs> no. Um, it was, it was in, like, yeah. well, I mean, that game has a shit ton of optional bosses, like, in the Colosseum, but in Agrabah, like, if you go into the desert, there's oh, a giant yeah. boss there for no reason. It's like, if you go back and you go into the desert, there is an insanely hard boss there that <laughs> serves no purpose. And I want to say it was, like, named after a kid? Like, there was some contest to get a character named after you, and they named, like, this giant scorpion boss in the desert after, like, some kid. All right, well, David, you research that while we continue to discuss Illusion of Gaia, because that sounds dope. Um, Illusion of Gaia is dope. It's a really fun SNES game, fucking awesome adventure, hopping all over the world, exploring vaguely real-world sites. We've talked about this, um... You know, in a previous episode, in fact. That's uh, that's kind of the theme of tonight's episode. Games that we've talked about in previous episodes. Wait, really? Yeah, wild shit. Uh, you know, anybody remember uh, how many episodes ago we talked about Illusion of Gaia? It's been a long time. Like 200 episodes? 
That's exactly right, Jesse. Exactly 200 episodes. Jesse gets a bonus point. Yes, I'm back um, in it. For the record, the boss is Kurt Ziza. And it was right. like a contest. Like some guy won a contest. They're like, all right, we'll name a boss after you. Okay. okay. Because that poor kid is named Kurt. Ugh. Kurt Angle? <laughs> that poor kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's never been a kid. Um, <laughs> oh, it's true. <laughs> it's damn yeah. true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, we discussed this previously on episode 34. Here we are 200 episodes later, uh, still struggling to adequately describe how great Illusion of Gaia is without sounding rambling and drunk. You know, a lot has changed in five years of Game That Tune. I still really, really want to play this game. Damn it, David, that was my follow-up, because you know I listened to that previous episode, and you said you wanted to play it then. It's been five years, David. <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah. Still haven't played it, huh? No. It <laughs> still it still sounds right up my alley. It's like, it's hey, here's, here's an action RPG where you get to go to like historical sites in the age of exploration. Like, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. And I'll even clarify it further. It's barely an RPG, David. It's more of a combo Legend of Zelda old school and like with some RPG elements like you don't have to do RPG anything but the way the game has RPG elements you can uh, you know get new stat upgrades and it all it's only connected to defeating all the enemies in a given area so it incentivizes you to kill everything in the game which is dope by giving say. you like, I'm uh, already I'm, sold on this game, and I'm now saying, you're promoting genocide. I'm just, like, I'm just I'm saying, down. Like, it, it promotes room clearing. Like, you know, you're sitting there looking at the map, and there's still little monster faces. Like, where is that motherfucker? I need my next like strength upgrade. I'm gonna go kill this motherfucker. It's yeah, it's great. Not really an RPG because if you just play the game and kill everything in sight, you get all the upgrades. <laughs> so it's so it's, uh, it's Doom, is what it is. Exactly. This uh, allusion to Gaia, basically Doom. Doom at the Great Wall of China. (laughs) Yeah, Doom with historical sites. Just a guy going to the Great Wall of China and exploding monsters. Isn't that a Brad Pitt movie that came out recently? Um, No, you're thinking of the Great Wall, which was Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That's what I'm thinking of. Same thing. Okay. I thought he was thinking of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it just it didn't have anything to do with this. <laughs> that has nothing to do with monsters or the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe monsters. Got him an Oscar, though. <laughs> so, and I, I think somebody killed somebody with a flamethrower. That was pretty cool. Uh, doesn't happen in this game. Though, actually, in this game... Hold on. There might be a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood fucking Illusion of Gaia connection, because one character gets grisly burned to death. It's fucking wild. Oh, I so. thought you were going to say the game also has Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh, no. See, that would be cool. There's lots of That feet. would be really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, you do get a pretty good foot attack oh. in this game, now that I'm thinking about it. Will, the, the, the player character, he gets like a slide kick. And yeah, his foot gets big on that kick. Not Battletoads big, but like pretty big. How do you think? Tarantino big. Yeah, do you think Tarantino could do a movie based on this game? <laughs> do I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if not uh, before, then definitely now. <laughs> see, that's what I'm t- you know, that was one of the things that made me pick this game. Because I've been thinking Tarantino. about this game. I've been nostalgic. 
I've been just, no, just thinking about like fleshing out this world with some good writing, some great characters. Because I, I got some nostalgia for this game. I love it. I acknowledge that it's kind of a fucked up mess of like bad translation. Like, you know, what game it's is really it? fun. And well, that's the whole thing. It's like I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm like, you know what should get this treatment? Illusion of Gaia. That's crazy. Like, wow. Remake Illusion of Gaia with super HD graphics. Have all the characters have like intense emotional dialogue all the time. You know, yeah, get Tarantino to fucking write it. I don't know. Like, just you know, he can copy paste his true romance script and just put Illusion of Gaia into it and call it a day. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> Instead of cocaine, they're trying to sell mystic statues. I, I, I don't see the problem here. That Sicilian scene wouldn't be very comfortable to watch. I mean, it, it might. I, I mean, it's, it's very uncomfortable these days. But I'm just saying, if you if you if it was being acted by characters in a fantasy RPG, would that make a better job? What, what no. If, what if he gives us the, the hateful eight treatment? See, see, because there's a, a three-hour game with an intermission. That no, nice. there's a lot of, of of dialogue in that movie that <laughs> is questionable. Mm, true. See, yeah. I was going more with like the action RPG gameplay. It's like you go into like a temple and have to kill all the enemies to get your stat bonuses. Like, so can we see Will versus the Crazy Eighty Eight from Kill Bill? Yeah, that'd, see, be, I'd cool. be in favor of that. That'd be pretty good. That could happen at the Great Wall of China because you know Japan, China, same thing. Um, China. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no. The, the, I was just thinking, like, this game would be really great for the fucking HD remake treatment because it just fucking like I don't know. It it's got there's something about this game that's appealing. It's weird and just like all over the place. Like you're you you know exploring the world. It's got great big environments for you to explore. You could gussy up the gameplay a little bit. You know, a little more action, a little more like uh, you know something. <laughs> uh, you know, think about, I guess, Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's not big on puzzles, per se. It's more just, like, go hit a switch and go to the next area. So they would have to figure out a way to do some puzzle platforming in an Illusion of Gaia remake. But, like, some actual coherent dialogue would really go a long way towards gussying up this game. <laughs> like... And I think it'd be really good. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's a great tale. You got the, you know, the young boy who's got to find his, you know, whose father has gone missing. Perhaps his father is Sephiroth. I'm just spitballing here. Um, and then you got the princess who longs for adventure. You got the mystical girl who can turn into, you know, who likes flowers. Um, and then you got, you know, and the rest. A and cast of thousands. Rest. <laughs> well, I mean, I can keep Here naming on them, illusion like, of Gaia. <laughs> can we give the flower girl a good leg? Hell yeah! So that's what that's the thing. So like, okay, let's let's retrofit all the characters from Final Fantasy Seven or from Illusion of Gaia into Final Fantasy Seven Remake. See if it's a fit. So yeah, you got your Will, your blonde-haired boy, uh, you know, the kind of the driving warrior protagonist of the game. Barrett. Sounds like Cloud. Um, <laughs> then you got your Kara, who's your princess. Uh, vaguely hot, black hair, longing for adventure. Sounds Barrett. And, <laughs> and the titty? Yeah, it's also... I mean, we're getting to the titty group. Give it time. Uh, Always get to the titty. So then you meet the Lily. You know, thinking Lily, about that titty. <laughs> Blue-haired girl that loves the flowers. That's your Barrett. <laughs> um... You know, Lance, 
whose father also died. Like, I, I love Lance in Illusion of Gaia. Like, Will's dad, you know, disappearing at the Tower of Babel is, like, one of the driving things of the game. And then you got Lance, he's like, yeah, my dad died there, too. And it's like, oh, okay, you want to come? Like, you know, you're not part of the, like, you're not a plot driver here, but you can hang out with us. <laughs> so Lance would be like, I don't know, Wedge. Um, I'm trying to think of who else you got. You got Eric. Eric serves no purpose. He's just like a little bitch boy that's along for the ride. So that's your... Wait, is there, is there a character named Wedge in Final Fantasy? Because I only know about yes. Wedge from Star Wars. Yeah, there's Biggs and Wedge. Yeah, uh, Biggs and Wedge in Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> so yeah, and then Eric would be your Biggs. Um, and then uh, Seth. Uh, he's cool. He's like your uh, your weird friend who eventually gets eaten by a giant fish. Spoilers for Illusion of Gaia. Um, Seth Eroth? Yeah. See, that's the thing. They never give him a last name, and they don't explain where he came from. So maybe the giant fish is the titty, and Seth ends up being Seth I. Roth. <laughs> it's, uh... You know, see, we could make this HD remake, guys. This, uh... It screams <laughs> HD remake. It's got all the ingredients. <laughs> we, maybe there yes, were we. no giant fish. And the real giant fish were the titties we grew along the way. Until <laughs> <laughs> that went places. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, the game, it's a lot of fun. It, you know, I think that the settings are so fantastical and the world is so interesting, like the, uh, you know, like, because it's, it's quote-unquote the age of exploration, which, David, define the age of exploration for us lay people. Uh, the Age of Exploration uh, was post-Renaissance. It was Game like the um, late 1500s <laughs> to early 1600s. Okay, cool. So, by illusion of Gaia having an airplane that you jump out of at some point, it kind of betrays its Age of Exploration premise. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think Cortez <laughs> used an airplane. Okay, cool. That's good. See, I, I yeah. haven't done a whole lot of reading on pre-American history. American history is the only history that matters. <laughs> what matters is that nothing existed prior to 1492. John, uh, nothing across a, that ocean blue. There's a lot of things the government doesn't want you to know about. They actually did, in fact, have airplanes in the 1400s. <laughs> Columbus came over on airplanes. They were called something Kamikaze, those poor natives. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> smallpox and airplanes that's exactly. what they brought to the new world loaded airplanes with smallpox <laughs> they made oh, the airplanes God. out of smallpox blankets <laughs> <laughs> it was lighter than any material they had available at the time <laughs> um, but yeah so Illusion of Guys wacky <laughs> all over the place it's, it's quote unquote the age of exploration but eventually there's airplanes and smallpox and, you know, and evil giant like Gaia monsters so like I'm just saying it would be really cool to see it done super dramatically on like a modern scale. I think it would be pretty great. Um, you know, they they the, should just... add smallpox as a summon to RPG games. <laughs> God, That's yeah, what like, bio you know, is. fat chocobo. No, thank you. Smallpox. That should be <laughs> a summon that you can give. Actually, uh, that would be a badass thing if you could like. Well, no, not yeah. smallpox specifically. <laughs> no, but if you had a summon <laughs> that was basically like. So, if you had a summon that was basically a virus, so you like infected the enemy and gave them status ailments, like that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, they do that. It's just called a poison cast, yeah, David. It's, you know, it's in a lot of RPGs. Bioaga. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, no. Anyway. We, we have to take it to its natural end, yeah. which is chlamydia gun. Exactly. <laughs> oh, That's man. my favorite uh, band. It's <laughs> <laughs> a cr crust punk. I guess so. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it's a great game, and it deserves to be revisited by a, a competent team of translators. I, I love the game. I love the wild settings. And, uh, you know, I intended to talk more about the music until my computer fucked up before the, uh, before the show started. There's some fun stuff with the music that, I don't know, I'll discuss on a different podcast at some point. I, uh, you guys don't care about music. You just want to talk about fucking... Alien titties. Yeah, tell me more chlamydia about the alien guns. titties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the chlamydia gun. Let's go back to big titty. Well, okay, so yeah. The the game ends at the Tower of Babel, which really sadly doesn't resemble a large tit. More like, it's really more of a big shaft right in the middle of the world. Oh, like one of them titty dicks, yeah. huh? <laughs> famous Age of Exploration titty dicks. <laughs> I think we just found uh, the episode title. <laughs> I can't put that. That'll get us like flagged. I think. One of the titty dicks. We can't do that. No uh, episode title: Age of Exploration. Titty dick. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, that's really why Columbus was sailing across the sea. It's like I've heard legend of a you know huge titty. The age of somewhere in, the age of exploration in, in the red and black cave that is your prostate. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here with these prior episode <laughs> references. Johnny, what are we doing referencing prior episodes on this episode? That's madness. I'm looking for the fountain of youth. I'm looking for a big ass titty. <laughs> I'm looking for a titty that blots out the it's sun. shaped like a dick. <laughs> we shall travel to the Orient to gather spices and one big titty. <laughs> My queen, I've brought back one enormous titty. Just one. That's all uh, our ships could carry. <laughs> yep. And from that titty spray. kept trying to eat the titty, but I prevailed. Gross <laughs> sailors They mad. thought it would cure their scurvy. Yeah. Turns out the titty was Sephiroth. <laughs> Sephiroth kills the Queen of Spain. <laughs> I've read American history books, guys. We all know this stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking Columbus. You know, <laughs> greater villain than Sephiroth, quite frankly. That's for true. <laughs> That's for true. Johnny, that's your cue. Game <laughs> four.
Alright everyone, uh, this is, to date, the only game in this series where the main character's default outfit is a t-shirt. Just to clarify on the trivia, the, the character wears more than a t-shirt, but this is the only game where their default appearance involves a t-shirt rather than a long-sleeved shirt. Just didn't want you to think that they were running around in nothing but a t-shirt. Well, that messes my answer. Crap. Right? Yeah. Yeah. on my Winnie the Pooh uh, Winnie, ideas. Winnie the Pooh in it, yeah. <laughs> mm, <you laughs> uh, real fucking stretch, David. <laughs> 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 you have to yell that answer out. <laughs> Alright, so, um, John slash Grim and Johnny post a Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, Jesse says, My hole! <laughs> Which is a reference to something I imagine? Um, oh, you'll, you'll be sent videos, David. <laughs> well, David, uh, so, who's correct? Johnny, Johnny and John Grim are correct. <laughs> It's not my Wait, whole. The that game. was that was all John's doing. My answer was one big tit. He wear he wears a shirt, a t-shirt. He wears a t-shirt instead of his long sleeve shirt. He's on vacation, he's on a Jesse. Tropical island. It's hot. Like I googled it, and it looked like he was still wearing his fucking overalls. Well, yeah, but he has a t-shirt on underneath, not a long sleeve shirt. He doesn't shirt. have a long sleeve shirt. He's got a t-shirt because he's cool, Mario. Now he fucks.
That's yeah, a- I mean, look up that ad for Super Mario Sunshine where he's rolled up his sleeve to reveal the tribal tattoo. Oh, I guess that is a fucking t-shirt. That's stupid. David, your trivia's <laughs> stupid. Well, I mean, Jesse's it was- Jesse's just mad because he damaged his hole. As- He's wearing As overalls I'm, over it. You can't even notice the shirt. That's I noticed the shirt because Mario's got guns, baby. As I mentioned the last time this game brought, was brought up, uh, it's kind of hard to find trivia because everything else is like, this is the first game to feature shine sprites. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, but um, yeah, is it the first or is it the only? <laughs> Do they have shine sprites in later games? Oh, they've shown uh, they brought up, them back okay. for Mario Kart, but like in a Mario game, now this is it. While um, you're talking, David, I'm gonna find better trivia than that that doesn't involve uh, anything slightly giveaway using only Super Mario Wiki. So you talk about the game while I hit everybody with some knowledge. At what point? Uh, the it? only other piece of trivia I could have gone with was uh, this is the only game where the main villain speaks actual words. No, let's what talk about, about that Mario t-shirt. I want to I, I know more about that t-shirt. I want to know where you've been by wearing a t-shirt. I want to... Where'd he get that t-shirt? Where does Mario yeah. shop? He's on vacation. And, I mean, considering it's a plain red t-shirt, I would imagine Target? Yeah. Like... <laughs> You think those are his regular overalls or his vacation overalls? Oh, yeah. Oh, those you are know, his vacation overalls. He you know Mario those. shops at JCPenney, like, strictly. He Only on sale, he buys, like, those Arizona jeans overalls. Oh, man. Yeah, Mario's a, a very basic man. That, see, that's that's a sucker move to buy things only on sale at JCPenney because everything's always on sale at JCPenney. There's no... You're not really saving money. It's just... Because the sales no, are real. even more money, John. That's how I fucking dress. It's Let's... so cheap to shop there. I've That's been... why they are out of business. <laughs> I've, 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 I've... It's like, do they even have JCPenney anymore? I didn't know there was this JCPenney deep lore that I wasn't aware of. Oh, Dude, yeah. I miss pennies so Dude. much. I haven't bought clothes in a long time. I bought a pair of Jinkos there when I was like 16. Look, yeah. I got some YouTube videos you should watch. All right, there's the whole JCPenney Anon thing going on. Wait, <laughs> okay. Damn it. <laughs> the Back only thing the- that I really remember about JCPenney was buying like teddy bears at Christmas time and walking through there because that was the shortcut to get to the movie theater at the St. Augustine Mall. Mm hmm. God, I um, love that JCPenney. I that, shopped that was, there for yeah, so that, much Jinkos. That's the, only, that's the main reason I went there was I was on the way to the movies. <laughs> like, well, let's go through JCPenney, I guess. Yeah, go through JCPenney and pick up some Jinkos. And a short sleeve <laughs> red shirt. <laughs> but um, speaking of movies, Super Mario Sunshine did feature fully voiced cutscenes, which was a choice. Um, Why? Wow. Did, did somebody shout my hole at some point? Is that why Jesse yeah. wrote no, my hole? No, I don't yeah. know what that is a reference <laughs> Let to. Let Jesse explain that off camera. It can't be part of the show. It needs to just exist on its own. Jesse can explain <laughs> that later. <laughs> um, But yeah, the reason that I wanted to bring my back uh, Super oh, Mario Sunshine, um, and I thought I was going to have the oldest game that we used, but Johnny picked an older one. Uh, we first discussed this on... I picked an older one than Johnny. <laughs> then I... I think I the that sheet might be wrong because according to the sheet, like Johnny's game was episode four. Oh, oh, oh. in terms of game that tune time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, game sorry, that sorry, tune sorry. time. 
Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, the last time we discussed Super Mario Sunshine was episode 15, when we were discussing how this game needed to be remastered for the NX. <laughs> oh, man. What a, I forgot what about time the it NX. Was. <laughs> Whatever happened yeah. to the NX? Yeah. Guys, we were ahead of the curve on this one. Like, <laughs> we so were. I did it. <laughs> we predicted it, guys. <laughs> Man. We didn't predict the time download, though. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's so stupid. And uh, we also didn't predict that you will not use the NX controllers as a backpack in this game. Shit! But, um... <laughs> no, we got oh, that right. I, I missed the speculation on what the Switch was going to be. <laughs> um, but the reason I wanted to bring this game back up is because the music is so pleasant and fun, and because of that Mario 3D All-Stars re-release... I have finally 100%ed this game. Um, like that I deserves back... a round of fucking applause. Jesus Christ, David! Like... I know this game is. Oh God! Fuck it was... this game. <laughs> you know there are parts of it. I it was like a weird reverse bell curve. Like I picked it up. I was like, hell yeah, Mario Sunshine and running through Isle Delfino. This game's great. I love this game. And then got to like exploring the hotel and Pianta Village and, like, the Goopy Inferno and everything. It's like, oh, this game sucks. Fuck and then, this like, game. as I came back around and, like, got those shines, like, I don't know, this game's not too bad. I'm having fun here. Um, right. Yeah, the game's still, like, it has its issues. That Poison River can fuck right off forever and ever, but I still really, really love this game. And... I just had a blast with it, and I just wanted to bring it up again. It's been on it's, my mind. It's the power of a really fucking charming game, and a relentlessly charming setting. Like, seriously, it's Mario in an island vacation resort area, uh, and the hijinks that ensue. Great idea. As far as a lot of the things that occur in that game later on, like, mm-mm, no, no. Yeah, I, I don't want to try to manipulate a swing using the jet of the water. I don't, you know, I don't want to. What was the thing? Is was it Pianta Village where you got to go on the underside and do like the uh, like the traversal with the hands? Yeah, there's like, like that. <laughs> it's the, the I think it's the Goopy Inferno or the Goopy Fire or something like that. Like the entire village is covered. You don't have flood, so you have to, like, go underground and climb around to find where you can pop back up. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that sucked. Like, um, the game feels like it had a lot of those things as, like, later things. And obviously you can speak to that as somebody that recently 100% of the game. But, like, I was thinking about it, I'm like, I loved Super Mario Galaxy, and there were only a couple of things in that game that felt like, fuck you hard. But, like, a lot of the, you know, you gotta get 120 to finish a Mario game. A lot of the things after the necessary stars to complete the game felt like fuck you hard. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, you made a mistake trying for this one. Go find some, find some other shine, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't belong in Pianta Village. <laughs> yeah, there's that one. There's, um, in the beach, there's a watermelon festival where you have to roll a watermelon down a mountain and then like over a dock and everything but the beach is surrounded by enemies and if you basically tap the watermelon it explodes and you have to do it all over again um fuck that one too there are definitely like 
a lot of super hard missions in this game, but it it's still charming. And kind of going back to something that um, I said last time on episode 15, I think the setting really helps a lot because the level design in this game is really, really strong just in how it incorporates that setting. Like Mario 64, you've got your fire world, your water world, your ice world, your mountain world. And this game doesn't do that. It still has, like, it still has different varied locations, but it's not just, you know, grass, fire, ice, etc. Like, you go to two or three different beaches, and they all seem like completely unique locations. There's the whole haunted hotel. You go to an amusement park, and it's Mario platforming on amusement park rides, which is so fucking cool. Yep. No one else really has any input on this. I mean, I remember I remember it firmly in nostalgia vision, and I just remember this this fucking game slaps. Like Yeah. Middle school me was like, hell fucking yeah. Dude, yeah, this game, it's a full fucking vibe. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's such a vibe. The game itself, though, not so much a vibe. And I've I've said it before, I'll say it again, Delfino Plaza is the best hub world of any Mario game. Like, there are so many secrets tucked away, and just, like, wall jumping and running around on rooftops is so much fun. It's just enjoyable to dick around. I mean, platforming with Flood is pretty fun in general. Like once yeah. you, if you can, if you can figure out how to effectively do that, that is the that is the problem. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so David, going back to the trivia, <laughs> I've been perusing the Super Mario Wiki entry for Super Mario Sunshine, and I've decided just to instead of find acceptable trivia, find bad trivia that you could have used. Um, <laughs> So I'm I'm gonna hit you with a little bit of a uh, Super Mario Wiki knowledge, and I, I will you know delete the obvious phrases like Super Mario Sunshine to make it very obvious you know to, that would have given it away. So during the development of this game, Yoshiaki Koizumi was influenced by childhood memories such as the experience of jumping from rooftop to rooftop and playing in water, and the general gameplay. That sounds made up. I don't believe Yoshiaki Koizumi jumped from rooftop to rooftop. <laughs> no, I, was he Spider-Man? Like, what? I don't know! <laughs> like, what the fuck is that about? No, <laughs> yeah, whoa, what Shigeru was... Miyamoto exploring a cave inspires Zelda? Sure. Koizuki, like, running on rooftops inspiring Mario Sunshine? He's like, I don't know. on rooftops! Was he, like, running Parkour! from the cops all the Yoshi time? Yeah, Yoshiaki Koizumi was the artful dodger. <laughs> like... Um, so again, sometimes when losing a life, this game's character will say Arrivederci, which Arriva is Derci. Italian for goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I learned that uh, from uh, Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I also learned that oh, this um, is a Glorious Bastards game, isn't it? In in many ways, yes. Uh, instead <laughs> of shooting Nazis, you spray them with water to clean them up. Yeah, when do, when does the swastika get carved into Bowser's forehead? <laughs> Oof. I mean, that would be a fucking 
awesome ending. Okay. Like, yeah. especially with if it was like Shadow Mario involved, he does it with the fucking paintbrush. Just like, <laughs> I need to uh, make it Mario. A swastika on his head, and then Mario just washes it off. Like, no, 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 we can't have that. Yeah. <laughs> bye, bye. When we burn uh, down the theater full of shy guys. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I would have burnt down Pianta Village, quite frankly. <laughs> like, God, I would love to see Christoph easily Waltz's the Bowser. worst fucking. I hate that world so much. Okay, hold on. I gotta finish off these bad trivias. For some, again, this is like poorly worded wiki trivia. So the shine on the box of the American, Japanese, and British version of this game roughly says Mario has more moves than ever. You'll have to master them all to sprinkle water in the sunshine. All the other European box arts have this sentence, but they are translated. I'm sorry, David. Can you speak to whether or not there's a cryptic sentence written in the shine on the box of this? There is. Is the shine I've the one ring? I've never noticed that before. Is, is I, I the like the idea, too, that, like, the special trivia is this English phrase was translated in Europe. Yeah. Okay, so let me continue the bad trivia. Uh, this is the fourth bullet point under trivia. Mario's voice actor, Charles Martinet considers this to be, quote, an underrated game. That's the bullet point. Huh. I mean, I think that's fair. I, I think it is, too. Does it deserve a trivia entry? <laughs> no. no. And uh, uh, another interesting bullet point, quote, uh, this is the only game in the overall main Super Mario series that has never been available as a standalone digital download. Huh. That's now there's true. your fucking weird cryptic trivia, David. <laughs> you can't go anywhere and just download Super Mario Sunshine. Because who would want to? Right. You can download it with two other games, but if you just want Sunshine, you're fucked. It's crazy, though, that, that like... Because that made me rack my brain. I'm like, since when can you download Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2? What the fuck? Like... Uh, they were downloadable on the Wii U. That adds up. There it is. So, you know, Jace, Sunshine, only just now downloadable again. And uh, only for, I don't know, another month or so. <laughs> oh, God, what a mess. Yeah, that's so, that's so weird. I mean, my... I'm still my... debating on whether or not to go get the fucking All-Stars compilation. Like, like, I was about to ask, is it all... I'm running out of... Or it's, it's February. I'm running out of time. <laughs> like... Harvey's like, is it a licensing issue? Harvey's like, no, since they own it. <laughs> My guess is, like, after March, they're going to release them all as individual games for, like, 20 bucks. I'm in favor of that. But as a collector and a total fucking dork, I'm, you know, kind of wanting that. I'm tempted by that uh, the lure of that compilation. So, shit. I mean, I for sure downloaded it because I was like, hey, you know what my Switch needs? Three Mario games whenever I want. Right. You know what game's great? And I know you don't care about this, David. Super Mario Galaxy 2, and I do not support this Super Mario Galaxy 2 erasure by it not being included on that compilation. That's weird. It's fucked, is what it is. Although I will say, um, it might be for the best that Galaxy 2 isn't on there, because playing Galaxy in handheld mode, you basically can't do it. Like, you okay, have to, to play that game on a TV. That's good to know. Uh, 
because they like if you take the switch undocked and use it in handheld mode to use the like star pointer and everything you use the touch screen and hmm it's As opposed super to the first time awkward. I played the game where I've used my wife to do the all the star bit <laughs> stuff. Like, <laughs> it came in such handy being able to hand off a controller. <laughs> like, I can't be bothered to flick my wrist. I'm focused on the platforming. Sweetheart, you point at those colorful things. And Which, I mean, you'd think it would be easy because you're like, oh yeah, you're just collecting star bits. You forget how much that Wii pointer is used in that game. Mm-hmm. A lot of them dang star bits. Anyway, but, um, um, yeah, Super Mario Sunshine is a blast. It is. It's a big blast of water right in your face, or a big blast of Yoshi juice, as it were. <laughs> Feel like this game doesn't get enough credit for bringing Yoshi into the 3D world and making him barf juice all over people. <laughs> Eat a bunch of fruit, barf some juice. Exactly. The Yoshi barfing juice sound. For some weird reason, I fucking love that sound effect. Like, it's such an odd sound, but it's so cool. Sounds, <sighs> sounds like Peter North. God, no, Jesse, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, come Does on. It makes sense. <laughs> Does it? It, sa- it sounds like Peter North. <laughs> yeah. Yoshi's spitting a bunch of juice. So yes. that's like Peter North. Yeah. Like, no? It does. He's not spitting? Well, no, he isn't, but... He is, in a part sense. Part of him is... His dick. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. What? Hell yeah. Well, there's a tie with everybody else. We didn't have a tiebreaker. What are you talking about? I count six points for me. Oh. Oh, you're right. Cause he, okay. Hold on. <laughs> this game's winner is... John Harrington. That's bullshit. Yeah, sorry to do that to you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I, I showed up late, so I got to bring in, uh, you know, an assist trophy in uh, Grim. Grim, thank you so much for being here, and that uh, that earned me double points. That's the that's the fun of having someone as your uh, your that's proxy on the up. show. I know, you know, you guys should try that more often. <laughs> we should bring Grim in to answer uh, the games for you guys more often. It will score you double points. It's uh, nothing you know, like she's scoring great. with Grim. Hey, mm. what the fuck? Mm. She's right there, man. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. I was talking about the game, John. What the fuck? Yeah, you, John. You said it with the same inflection that you said Peter North. <laughs> well, because he's a cool guy. My bad. <laughs> Is he? Yes. Do, I, I don't uh, know if I want to be c- concluded look, with Peter North here. Peter North and Grimm are two Basically of my best friends. <laughs> two of my best friends. And, and like, like, okay, okay have you, you ever heard, heard of that? Oh, God. Peter North? <laughs> No! Okay, like, Ron Jeremy's fucking up all over the place, but Peter North seems like an okay guy. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) I like that John and Grimm are making the exact same face right now. (laughs) 
So, I'm, John, do you have an idea of a theme for next week? <laughs> you know, I did, North but cares. I feel like I really got a course correct here. I need to give myself a clean edit point <laughs> to go ahead and get all that shit out of the podcast. What? That's gold. <laughs> God. I don't see that's the thing. I don't want to have to look up after the show whether or not Peter North has done anything fucked up because it's a porn star. I'm certain he's done something fucked up, man. Oh, every porn star has done fucked up stuff. I'm just gonna nice search job. Peter North canceled and see if I can get anything out <laughs> of it. Thank you, Graham. I await that. Yeah, you don't want to search Peter North fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, sorry. So uh, Grim and I got double points tonight. That's just how that's going to go. Um, it also ties into my uh, my role in tonight's episode as the uh, Sephiroth that just appears part of the way through Jesse's game and fucks everything up. So sorry, Jesse. You know, it was a hollow victory for you. It was all a dream. Um, I've got tonight's uh, tonight's win. And I've got a great idea for a theme for next week's episode. So we were talking about, you know, this, uh, this fantastic guy, Peter North. No, we were talking about... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, some great games, man. And you know, the thing I was thinking about is I was, t you know, pr putting together my game, Illusion of Gaia. I like a game where you get to go to a bunch of fantastical places. I like travel in the world. I like a great uh, game with a great setting. So, I don't think that we've actually said this exact phrase as a uh, game theme for this episode or for this show, which is impressive because we're approaching episode two hundred thirty-five. Uh, I want games about or featuring exploration. Well, that sounds pretty fun. Boom. Okay. I'm excited to explore that uh, theme next week. Like, oh, is that nice. the main focus or is it a game that allows you to explore? Uh, pretty much allows you to explore. I'm just saying, I, I, I want to be able to explore. We're going to explore some, some distant worlds, uh, you know, just a really... Uh, you know, exploration on next week's episode. Take that as you will. Okay, Sounds yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that differently. I'm uh, shit, Johnny. <laughs> oh, you. Ugh. Go on, tell me, tell me now how you're gonna take it, so that I can prepare for next <laughs> like week's episode. Like an exploration of the soul, a game that causes you to perform a lot of introspection. <laughs> How many soccer games allow you to explore? <laughs> a soccer field is a very wide pitch. Explore, so you can explore your all friendships with your teammates. Yeah. Right. God. Yeah. Explore, explore, explore not adventure. Because yeah, if anybody own... says the real exploration was the friendships that we made along the way, they're off the show. I We're mean, it depends on what, what kind of adventure you're going on. What if you're exploring exactly. each other? gonna explore that butt yeah. I knew it yeah, you guys are gonna inspire Johnny to bring another Leisure Suit Larry game onto the show butt <laughs> spelunker I've been exploring <laughs> bad sex puns <laughs> that's know, why we've got the this. cutie honey weird yeah. honey pop, sex game? Honey pop. <laughs> yeah honey pop <laughs> I've been exploring Twitch's terms of service and whether or not I can stream this game, and <laughs> turns out I cannot. Therefore, <laughs> I should feature this game. Somehow that, that will work itself out. Anyway, uh, exploration, exploring on next week's episode. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and what a show it's been tonight. I, I, I apologize greatly for uh, for arriving late and from a 
different dimension or whatever the situation is that I'm supposed to reference with Sephiroth. What was I? Was I killed and thrown into the life stream and my cells are super powerful and that's why I returned on Game That Tune, Jesse? I mean, it's... it's no, I, th I think that's the plot of Thor 2 The Dark you. World. you! <laughs> I asked Jesse! <laughs> I mean, that sounds anime enough to be correct, so yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I was so powerful, and my hatred so powerful, that I could not let Johnny's opening of the show stand and had to bring myself back to life. Yeah, Johnny, I listened to it. You didn't do great! <laughs> nope. Good God. <laughs> I, op I, I did everything out of order and soon realized I was out of order and I got all fucked up. Look, the the whole the, the the thing is that you tried. No, it's not good enough in this case. No, not five no, we years have in. Support. We have to provide some support here. <sighs> it just makes me realize how much we should have been rotating the hosting duties. Because God, I'm the only one that can say the intro, and it's it's upsetting. I <laughs> almost stopped John to do it, but then he just kept going, and I was like, uh, all right, I guess he's <laughs> doing it now. David, I'm begging you. Next time, do it, baby. You're a good man. Johnny um, with okay. the hot tag. <laughs> We're gonna workshop yeah, exactly. this. We're gonna run some lines. We're gonna David get through this. David just sits there, recognizes, like, nope, hold on. It's I like can it's, say the opening to this show. It's, it's like that that thing where the guy's about to finish him, and he's in his own corner, and the the one guy just slaps him on the back, like, hey, hey I'm gonna get the pin. Exactly. Johnny is the hangman Adam Page, and David is Big Money Matt Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> David should have hopped in to steal that pin, baby. Uh, instead, he just let Johnny flounder in the ring and do that opening. With, you know, I don't know if being Matt Hardy is good or bad. Very David, good. It's a great thing to be big money Matt Hardy. He was on our <laughs> okay. show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who's the only like professional wrestler that's appeared on Game That Tune? Fucking Matt Hardy. It's a good thing to be Matt Hardy. All right. Good night. <laughs> well, uh, I'm just gonna fill you in. Searched up Peter North. Uh, found some interesting stuff. Yes. <laughs> just give me a, a, a up or down. Cancel. I, or... I, I couldn't couldn't figure out the cancel thing. <laughs> Took me to his terms of use for his website, which I then looked up his about page, and it's it's we got some stuff like born in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and averages eight to ten ejaculations per climax. It's like, okay. yeah. Okay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so he seems okay, right? Yeah, seems, he's seems from, legit. Cool. He's, he's from Halifax. Oh, no. He's Canadian. He can't possibly be bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Canadian comer, man. Yeah. We gotta he get him on the show. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Jesse, you're cleared based on Grip's research. Tentatively, to book Peter North as a guest for this show. <laughs> what, a, what if it found out he's like, oh, I love video game music. Yeah, like, exactly. whoa. <laughs> oh, you guys way... talked to Lucian Gaia twice already? Yeah. Son of a bitch, you should have called me. <laughs> uh, only anyway, one way to, um, there's only one way to find out what he thinks about video game music, and that's to give him a call and see if he'll be on the show. Worst I'll case, see if there's a contact no. page. Well, we oh, can do this. God. Yeah, Johnny, send him some pictures. Lure letter, him onto the show. A letter writing campaign. <laughs> Change.org <you> petition. It only gets three signatures. <laughs> like, <laughs> less seven. than the number of hosts on this show. <laughs> anyway. 
I would like to now do the outro of the show. Yes, please. Uh, but not before thanking Grim. Thank you, Grim, for uh, you know subbing in for me at the start of the show. I apologize for the short notice, but man, when your computer needs to restart right before you start recording a podcast and install updates, it's time to tag in the guest correspondent. So I appreciate you being here. Yeah, whenever what we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk off cam about the the you know Avid Day a placement ray situation. <laughs> we can yeah. get we can get through this. Or just okay. just hear me out, like. We, or the the what situation? I didn't. Don't worry. About it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Cool. Talking about the lolly lule low. <laughs> just, just. Oh, it's a Metal Gear thing. Yeah. Okay. That's Be cool. Be cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Up your butt. Um. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, thanks everybody for watching long, uh, long live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash game that tune. We got a lot of awesome stuff that occasionally gets released. We got uh, mixtapes and we got covered up. We've got GTT gems. We got movie nights that nobody apparently wants to engage with on a Friday night. So we're going to find a different night to do those. Um, but really, it's important that you support us there because we keep the lights on over at the GTT radio stream. So support us on Patreon. We love you guys. And we thank you for your uh, never ending and uh, always welcome support. Special thanks to the super fan tier producers Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Weiss, Sam L., Mork, and Tasty. Bunch of fantastic fellas. Bunch of great supporters that we got over there at Patreon. Uh, thank you to our, uh, oh wait, no, no requester tonight, uh, psych. Um, but you know, on normal episodes where we do take requests, you're welcome to make a request. Hit us up in our discord channel, uh, you know, or, uh, email us game at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at game that tune. Send us a message there. Uh, or you can find us individually on Twitter. You can find John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan JR. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfd fleming you find jesse moore the gtt champ uh on twitter at sega underscore legend grim do you have social media that you want to promote uh you can find me on instagram <laughs> at grimmery or yeah. meatspin.com yeah <laughs> check out more grim at meatspin.com it gets the gtt seal of approval or you can find me on twitter at jgangsta187 quite frankly i recommend meatspin um, and we're going home with bonus tunes, so we're talking about games that feature exploration, just a uh, you know big, wide open world, uh, fantastic world of of uh, possibilities and songs out there. So naturally, anticipating Jesse's move, I selected music from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Everybody, stand up! We're gonna have a squat contest. It's the most muscular. From Final Fantasy VII Remake. We fucking love you guys. Peace out, everybody.
Oh, Jesus Christ. That was a severe mistake. Fuck. I didn't know we were going to exercise gotcha. tonight. That was a mistake. Final oh. Fantasy VII Remake is copyright to... I'm going to catch my breath. Fuck. That's what we get for playing video games all the time. Ah, my goddamn legs. Final Fantasy VII Remake is copyright 2020 Square Enix. Toe Jam and Earl and Panic on Funkatron is copyright 1993 Sega Games Company Limited. <sighs> Illusion of Gaia is copyright 1994 Quintet Company Limited and Nintendo of America Incorporated. <sighs> Super Mario Sunshine is copyright 2002 Nintendo of America Incorporated. <laughs> Alright, let's all go throw up. Blech. Jesus! Now we're out. <laughs> Dude, doing two straight minutes of squats fucks you up! <laughs> that was tough. <sighs> I did it. Now oh, I don't remember why I don't work out anymore. That's leg day. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right, I sent a link, and you gotta watch to the end, and make sure you have your volume up. <laughs> is it Peter North or is it my hole? Jesse, this is my work my computer. Hole. I can't. <laughs> it's, it, it's not Peter North, I promise. I mean, it's not my hole. It's it's my hole. Yeah. It's that hole. <laughs>